0: Good morning. It is seven minutes after 11. Uh, ARPA funds distribution in Columbia, Missouri. We'll kind of kick that around in uh, a few minutes with uh, the news god from Zimmer, Mr. Brian Houseworth. He'll be with us. Uh, in the meantime, uh, I was talking about uh, why would I vote for most Republicans when they have absolutely no intention of fixing what will ultimately be the undoing of the country. Uh, Chris sent me a message to all those people that want us in the Ukraine and Israel. I would ask why they aren't there. Progressives usually want someone else to do it and always want someone else to pay for it. Uh, We'll go to the phones here. Roy is on the line. Good morning, sir.
1: Good morning, Gary. As a friend and between friends, I just wanted to point out that you used the word Republican, and realized in the same sentence. <laughs> that might not be a good idea. Context is important, though, Roy. Context is important. Well, they give us the number of Americans they think died in Israel. And they are not paying any attention to the number of Americans that died in Chicago last night.
0: Yeah, that's not so important. Is there a problem in Chicago? Yeah, that is That is <laughs> utopia.
1: Utopia Duh yeah. I want
0: to I want to I want to buy a little place on the south side just
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering if somebody could investigate this that'd be great maybe I know somebody I could call but all that property in Detroit that they can't sell yeah I wonder if there's any immigrants being installed in that location
0: I don't know but I yeah, I will tell you seriously I was thinking at one point of buying, you could buy a house there For like five bucks if you'd fix it.
1: Well, why rent those huge hotels in New York other than paying off the landlord, which is obvious. But they've got all that acreage there in homes that are abandoned that they could actually have a community of like-minded terrorists in one location.
0: Well, I, I seriously thought about buying some of those houses and fixing them up and renting them
1: out. Your problem would be that of control, which you wouldn't have any of.
0: Yeah, well, from here, it would be difficult.
1: Yes, and do you really want to be there? (laughs) No, I wouldn't want to be there. I would just want (laughs) to
0: buy them, fix them, either flip them or rent them, and then when I'm ready to retire, just
1: sell them all. You're looking for profit? I suggest you look elsewhere.
0: Uh, Yeah, profit's evil anyway. Uh, if dying, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Roy, thank Good you. Day. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Um, ARPA funds are an issue here in in Columbia. And so uh, we will kick this around in a few seconds because we will have the news god Brian Houseworth on board to talk about um, where they're putting it. They don't seem to be putting it where I would like to see them put it. ARPA funds, not that the city of Columbia and Boone County don't both waste all kinds of money on goofy social programs and global warming. But there ought to be enough money left over so that we can pay the men and women on the street, of the law enforcement officers on the street, enough money to feed their families. Or that we can get enough of them so that they're not strained at the seams, or that we can get the fire department uh, manned up with enough can I say manned up, Ryan, or do I have to say men and womened up? Uh, I think manned up is fine. Well what if I say manned up, women up and trans up? Oh man I've got to cover all the bases That's you know. true, yeah you know, you don't want to leave anybody out. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Brian Howsworth, the news god of Zimmer Radio. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. How about
2: yourself? Hey, I'm hanging in there, buddy. It's always good to be with you. Absolutely. I, I know it is. I, I almost envy you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's awesome.
0: <laughs> it All is. Right.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> uh,
0: so, uh, where, are we, where are we putting this money? Because it, it seems like we're we're missing the boat here.
2: Now the there's still some things that are left to be determined as far as where it will be, but basically, and Mike Murphy and you have kind of talked about this a couple of times, um, Gary and Randy. But basically, what they're doing the, the city of Columbia is getting twenty five million dollars, twelve million and twelve million, twenty five point two to be exact, and the county is getting another thirty five million that is on top of that. So for this sake of discussion, this involves city money, twenty five million, but a lot of it is going towards um, They're spreading it out. It is social services, um, affordable housing issues, homeless shelter is involved in this. Um, there's some for community violence, but none of it is going actually to the police department itself or to the officers, at least not yet. Now there's a proposal that has come from the CPOA and former mayoral candidate, Tanya Heath. And that's kind of what I have a big story up on our website, 93 down the com, about their proposal. But really what they want to do is and, and, and Nichols has a very similar proposal, but Tanya Heath essentially is proposing the former mayoral candidate, a $12,000, Basically, uh, $12,000 in pay spread out over three years to reward the employees like the CPD and also other essential workers who had to work during the pandemic. They could not work from home. It, this po- and, the, and the CPOA supports that position. They, they've said so themselves. The council has not done that. Now, when, when we had Matt Nichols on, and this is where it, it kind of goes a little back and forth. And I wouldn't say it's heated, but it's certainly they don't agree on this. Matt Nichols, who's head of the CPOA, said on our show, um, Wake Up Mid-Missouri, uh, it would have been two weeks ago today, that he said his officers, Gary, don't feel appreciated. They don't feel valued. And the reason he said that, he said that because the city council hadn't allocated any federal ARPA dollars for premium and hazard pay, not just for them, for the other um, essential workers who, who had, to, had to go out and work during the pandemic and couldn't work from home when I saw the mayor at a recent event and I wanted to, I had to have wanted to put it together and I wanted to wait till it would come up maybe at a council meeting. Potentially it'll come up tonight. You never know what's what, what'll be brought up from the, from, you know, other members of the council, etc. Um, I did talk to the mayor and I asked her about it and turns out she actually heard his comments um, on Wake Up in Missouri. And I've, I've got her audio on her website, 939theeagle.com but basically what the mayor told me, Gary, is that um, she's heartbroken She said it's heartbreaking to hear that. She said the budget included an across-the-board pay raise. Ballpark for city employees, it averages about 6%. It's not exact, but let's just say 6%. And then there's overall about ten million dollars in pay raises for city employees. Now that's divided up by about thirteen hundred, technically fifteen hundred, but there's two hundred vacancies. And then she also says to me that they have a a large increase in the starting salary for police officers. So they feel, and she says we do support the police department. Um, obviously, you know there's a difference between what she feels and the CPOA I've presented. I hope fairly, and and I'll let the public decide because if she did say that, and that's. True, True, they did get an increase in that. But still, CPOA is saying these these men and women um, were not able to, to stay at home. They had to work, risk their lives. According to Matt Nichols, Gary, one of his officers, I believe it was a man, he said, Um, Almost died. They were hooked up. The person was hooked up to tubes at the hospital because they had to work during the pandemic and caught COVID. So they literally, from his vantage point, they risked their lives and they got nothing out of it and and feel like they need to be rewarded. But in answer to your other question, as far as specifics, I don't have that breakdown right in front of me, but I do know that it's it's spread around. And one of the things that Mike Mike Murphy's argued is that, uh, well, hang on. Hang on a yes. second. We'll, we'll, let me do this. I'm up against the the clock. Quick sure. break. We'll be back.
0: Gary Nolan, Zimmer Radio Network. It is uh, 19 minutes after 11 o'clock. Dr. Randy Tobler is going to be with us in a couple of minutes. Uh, right now, the news god from Zimmer Radio is on. i got to respond to a message I got from Chris. I always say to these union people, if you, you know, If you think you're worth that much money, go find someone who will hire you. Mm -hmm. Uh, So Chris responded, if the police aren't happy with their pay, they should find a different
2: job. Here's the problem, Chris. They are. And we're undermanned. 37 short. 37 short. and uh, that, that's that's as of, and I confirmed that number last week with Jeremiah uh, Hunter. Um, during the break, area I had to go back into my because I was talking about the. I, I've, I'm going to give you a, a very very quick breakdown of this 25 million because I think this will kind of set the stage. And the police would like just some of it, twelve thousand apiece over three years for some of their officers. But the biggest amount of the 25 million, I'll go through these very quickly. According to what the council approved two weeks ago, and again they could always amend it. million of the 25 million for quote unquote affordable housing. And then in no particular order, $3 million for mental health, uh, $1.3 million for access to services. 2.1 2.1 million for community violence, although none of it's going to the police. Homeless, homelessness, $5.6 million, a lot of it for the proposed new homeless shelter. Workforce development, about 2.5 million. Workforce support, 1.3 million. And something called capacity building, $750,000. So that is where they're at. Now that can be amended, but that is what has been approved right now. And if you add that up, that totals about 25.2 million.
0: Yeah, it, it right from the get-go, there was a lot of money wasted in that. Really, there was a ton of money wasted. All right, well, I appreciate your coming on, and that's why we listen to the news here at Zimmer, because, well, nobody does it better. Gary, thank you. You have a good rest of your show, bud. All right, buddy, take, take care. Time. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Um, That sounded like a Carly Simon song, didn't it? Nobody does it better? I don't know. <laughs> um. All right. There is um, the freest market for health care is, is the system that will cost you the least and provide you with the most. Free market works much better than the government at everything, including healthcare. care. And Randy Tobler, who hosts uh, every afternoon from 4 to 6, has a kind of a free market health care system that he has been um, talking about. And I wanted to get him on the show. I, ta- I talked to Brian about getting him on last week, and Brian said, no, i got to put up with him every day at 4 o'clock. Why would I want to bring him on the morning show? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but we're doing it anyway. <laughs> so, Randy, welcome. How are you? Hey, I'm
3: good. I'm down at Silver Dollar City with my kids and grandkids. Excuse the, the background noise if one of the pumpkins falls on my head during, uh, during this talk.
0: Uh, you'll just look time better. Time. That's all. You'll just look oh, better.
3: Thank you. Well, yeah, I mean, you can't put uh, lipstick on a pig and a pumpkin head won't make me look better either. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. So, all right. I, I I love what you're doing with this health care plan, and I don't know if enough people know about it. I know you're running some ads on it, uh, yeah. but it's kind of a, as free a market as you can develop under all these government regulations for health care.
3: Yeah, it's a growing movement. I mean, I think what people are realizing more and more, Gary, is that they're paying hundreds of dollars on their portion of a large premium, if they're uh, insured by their employer, which I think the majority of Americans are. Uh, you know, they, those premium dollars are really prepaid health care, but not really. By the time you pay that, and then you pay your co at the doctor, and for 90% of the things, you go to the doctor and, you know, a general visit, you know, you shouldn't have to pay a copay for that, but you do. And then you have to pay up to what? two, three, four, $7,000 deductible, a lot of Americans never, ever, ever use their insurance, and yet they've got money blowing out the, the wallet just like uh, smoke up the chimney. So, uh, <laughs> Blowing the out wallet, the wallet, huh? Yeah, so <laughs> what we're trying to do is develop, and it's really becoming a popular movement. Uh, I was at a conference in June where uh, a number of uh, family practice doctors, general practitioners, even specialists now, are just offering basically a, a retainer service for a very affordable monthly fee that's a fraction of what you pay for your insurance. And, you know, most doctors can handle the the, the majority of things that people need throughout the year. Uh, Probably only five to 10% of people really need any kind of specialty, extraordinarily expensive care. So the idea is to, you know, just get a major medical plan, use a healthcare sharing plan, do something for that catastrophic illness, or if you need specialty care or specialty testing or surgery or hospitalization, but for the rest of it, just pay a little retainer fee for a doc that can pretty much handle most of your needs most of the time, and uh, it's called direct primary care, and it's uh, it's basically eliminating as much of the middleman as we can. I mean that's a theme I hear you talk about I talk about it a lot. There's just been a whole a, a whole uh, plethora of, of uh, growth in this industry, like everything else that the government gets into with all the regulations and the, and the, the restrictions and the rationing. And this is a way to just get good old-fashioned care with lots of time spent with your doctor. Average visits about a half an hour. I know I spend an hour to an hour and a half with an initial visit with a patient. And uh, we're unearthing things that maybe haven't been addressed because docs just don't have the time when they're playing on the treadmill system.
0: Well, let me ask you this. If you get somebody like Brian who's really, really old, do you charge him more on a (laughs) monthly basis?
3: Now, now, Brian is the is the one kind of person that should be on Obamacare because I mean, you just
0: joking. the exception to the rule.
3: It just, I mean, I would, I, I, could only afford to have one Brian in the practice. Because, you know, when you're that ancient, when you're, when you're, when it, your riddle name's
0: Methuselah for loud, you know? So, I assume there is an age breakdown, though.
3: Yeah, well, you know, um, I don't accept Medicare at the practice because we just can't. Uh, we just don't want to hire billers and coders. And so it's basically me and my wife and my daughters. It's just, and, and most practices like this are small operations that don't have the four to five support personnel per doctor or per nurse practitioner or per, you know, other provider of care. And that way we can keep the rates affordable. And I'm not the only one doing it. There's, there's other people in town and across the nation who are doing it. It's nothing that revolutionary except. Um, it, it is becoming now an established, accepted way of getting health care. And you know, Gary, it's good. You know why? Because the health care, the health insurance companies, the United's, the Aetna's, the Cigna's, the Humanities they are fighting the regulations just uh, tooth and nail because they do not want this getting out of the bag because it would cut into their profits big time.
0: Well, knowing you as I do, and for as long as I have, um, I think it's uh, a great alternative. So, I'm going to let you do something that, and and you'll have to pay me for it because ads aren't free, you know. Uh. <laughs> just, just send the check to me. No, 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 no. Yeah. Don't send it to Brian. I never get my share. <laughs> yeah. Where can people get more information on your uh, your your group?
3: Yeah, yeah. Just bodyofhealth.com, dot com, 573 dot com, or five seven three six one five four eight four eight. And uh, m- most of the time, I'm going to answer the phone or my wife who gives, uh, Helene, who gives the nutrition advice, and you hear her on the show when we do the Doctors In segment every week on Wednesday afternoons, uh, one, one, two, one of the two of us usually are answering the phone. So it's, it's a totally relationship-based practice, and it's just so much fun. Uh, and it's boy, I, just, I just hope that folks will take a look at it. It's not for everyone. If you have a lot of illness and you have a lot of need for really high-dollar you know, medicine that you're, you know, for, for uh, some of these expensive $2,000-a-month meds, it may not be the way to go. But we've got people that we're connected with that can help folks figure out what is the best way to get the best care, the most care at the lowest out-of-pocket cost. That's what I call the free market.
0: Got a family rate?
3: Uh, not, actually it's so low, uh, Gary, that you just we don't even need to do that. I mean, it's just the, the, the rate's affordable. We don't uh, because I don't. Uh, I don't take care of pediatrics. I take care of adolescents and above. We do not take care of families currently, but that's that's uh, a work in progress.
0: All right, so I want to find out what the rates are, so I'm going to go look it up, um, and and just see uh, where it's at. But it sounds to me like uh, if you've got, especially, I would think if you've got uh, kids, this would be great. Kids do all kinds of little things that.
3: No, that's uh, right, and it works great. Most doctors that are doing this are family medicine. I'm a, you know, I'm a primary care doctor. Take care of adults and uh, sooner or later we're going to be adding family medicine to it as well but for a couple who may be empty nesters in that sort of you know 40 to 60 age group 45 6 to 65 it's perfect because most of those folks are not going to need a lot of care um, and when they do we can help navigate them and uh, we we call it a shepherding model we like to just try to help people navigate the very complex system and i will mention embedded in our uh, in our program is for, for, again, many of the drugs that most people need most of the time on a chronic basis, maintenance stuff, you know, blood pressure, uh, cholesterol kind of stuff, um, those can be obtained uh, on a mail-in uh, basis free as part of the program. So it works out pretty well for a lot of people.
0: And your wife is the nutritionist.
3: Yeah, she's a holistic nutritionist, and uh, she really helps. It's funny, when she gets people in and we talk to them and we start doing some numbers, and they say, well, I'm eating really I'm really eating good. I eat a clear, I eat a clean uh, uh, diet. Well we have them do a journal, and then there's, uh, let's just say there's opportunities for improvement that we uh, we investigate. So we. See, you know,
0: the- I avoid I avoid refined carbohydrates. I stay away from sugar and flour and things like that.
3: You're right. Yeah, what we like to say is, if it's white, you shouldn't eat it, except for cauliflower. If it's green, you should eat it, except for Mountain Dew, and that sort of thing. <laughs> except
0: for Mountain Dew. <laughs> Bodyofhealth.com. Bodyofhealth.com. Randy, thank you and uh, enjoy your time off. Hey, thank you, Gary. Really appreciate it. All right, buddy. Take care. Uh, Randy Tobler, bodyofhealth.com. 874-9390-800-529-5572. You've got white skin? You're subhuman. Who said that? I'll tell you next on The Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. This is The Gary Nolan Show. It eleven thirty-five. the Cleveland Browns won yesterday. Um, and uh, white skin is sub Did you see how I threw what, that in What there? did you just do there? <clears throat> you... Cleveland Browns knocked off San Francisco yesterday. Ah, First game San Francisco lost in what, 14, <laughs> 15 uh, games? I don't, I don't know. But we beat them. You, you keep us up to date on how the Browns are doing, okay? Well, you guys got to be wary because we're, <laughs> we're coming up on you. We're, we're going to be next. Uh, we're going to be coming after Kansas City. All right. Looking forward to it. Yeah, it's not that but I... you see, Taylor Swift's going to beat our stadium, so you guys don't stand a chance. Yeah. <laughs> Ta- Taylor Swift? Yeah. She's, She's at every a... home game now. Oh, I'm not And in a some Brown... away games, too. Now I'm not a Browns fan anymore. <laughs> now I'm a Kansas City fan.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Your wife, what was the first question she asked when she heard that uh, she was at the game? She, she doesn't like football. And so she was out of the room, and she said, let me know if she comes on. And they panned up to her, and I said, there she is. She said, what's she wearing? It's like, I, I, I don't know. You should have made it something up like, you know, it's an <laughs> A-line dress with I a bufant have, hairdo. Yes. And, uh, all right. Um, but we did beat San Francisco. Yes, she did. That was enjoyable. <laughs> oh, man. One point doesn't matter. Yep uh according to black lives matter uh their their toronto co-founder she said white skin is subhuman now what was interesting to me wasn't that that she said that because i think black lives matter is a bunch of racist um idiots You know, I just, uh, you know, right away I know they're racists, and so I don't care. What gave it away? Exactly. Maybe they're not really racist. Maybe they're just using racism (laughs) because they're greedy. Uh, But at any any rate, uh, I think they're cretins. What what really got me was the reporter. Here, I'm going to read this to you. And Brian, you tell me what you think uh, stands out. The first paragraph Black Lives Matter Toronto co founder. Yusra Kugali has claimed that, quote, white skin is subhuman. While her anger is understandable, her comments have been widely condemned, raising questions about racism, prejudice, and what uh, is and isn't suitable for the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, while her comments are understandable? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> how is that understandable? I I don't know. So he's saying that he's basically agreeing with the fact yes. that if you have white skin, well, then it, you are indeed a subhuman. Well, agreeing that there that um, th- this anger is just. The anger is just. You know, if you're if you're covering a story and you're being a reporter, you play a different role than I do. I'll give you my opinion. But if you're a reporter, you just deal with the facts. Black Lives Matter believes such and such, and this is what they said, and, you know, that's, that's the sort of thing that you're dealing with the facts. But while her anger is understandable, is commentary. That's commentary. That shouldn't be sneaking into any news story. That's, it's ridiculous. But that's, uh, you know, what's going on. She also said that white people are subhuman, claimed they have recessive genetic defects, and alleged that melanin is vital for strength, intelligence, creativity, and sensory abilities. Wow. That's... That's... You know, Brian, I'm safe. I got more melanin in my skin. That is true. Yeah, yeah. I'm just a a little bit more intelligent, creative, and have slightly uh, enhanced sensor uh, sensory abilities. What would have happened if a white person were to say the exact same thing? Woo! (laughs) Oh, starting a fire here, Hanson. We We can't. I'm just saying. You know. Oh no, 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 nay nay Perlene. we we can't say we can't <laughs> do that. Can't say that. They can get away with it, but no nobody else can. Unbelievable. That is someone who should be dismissed from any civil rights organization. Cause clearly there is a racist bias uh that is uh being demonstrated. Does she still own a pretty nice house? Oh, this isn't the... This is the Canadian. Oh, the Canadian, okay. Yes, yes. She probably also has a pretty nice I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure the... Uh, and, and probably uh, paid for with... You know, you know what? I don't want to cast dispersions. I don't know that that's true. Uh, anyway, so it, it, you sent me a picture from CC's City Broiler. I did. Of the Gary Steak. Isn't that delicious? Well, you can't eat the picture, but you damn well could. (laughs) I mean, wow! What a steak! It's it's got. uh, And do you eat mushrooms? Yes, I do. Only at Cece's though, because they they have to be prepared correctly, and Cece's knows how to do it. They have um, this casino butter in front of this picture of the steak. Oh. And you know, I I keep talking about that steak. It isn't by any means the most expensive piece of meat that they offer. They got wagyu beef. up the and, whole plate. Yeah, yeah, it's unbelievable. And look at the sear marks on that steak. It should be illegal to post stuff like this. It is. It is mouth watering. Wow. Oh. I keep I keep looking at it. Um, here's the thing with the Gary steak, by the way. If you if you opt to go to CC's to get the Gary steak, and you can tell from the if you go to their Facebook page, uh, they call it the Gary uh, CC City Broiler. You'll see the steak is huge, and it's you know it, it's beautifully marbled, but at that size, they take a long time to cook properly. You can't just throw that on the grill raw. You got to start. I used to talk to Scott about it all the time. Uh, Sometimes, I guess they start sometimes the night before with a slow roast. And then they finish it off when you order. But here's the thing. They're so big, they take up so much room that they're limited in the number of those steaks they can serve a night. If you get there too late, you get there seven o'clock. You ain't gonna get it; it'll be gone. You've got to get there at five o'clock and put your order in. They should they should let you call the order in in advance. I'm gonna be there at five o'clock. I want the Gary steak. I don't think you can do that. You make You can make. You can call them in uh, that you're gonna be there. But catch as catch can for that beautiful steak. Oh, my Johnson for that. Wow. All right, uh eight seven four ninety-three ninety eight hundred five two nine five five seven two. I can't just keep staring at that steak. Gotta move on. Um Are we yeah, all right, we'll take this quick break, then we'll come back. It's the Gary Nolan Show and it's the Zimmer Radio Network. And it is eleven forty-eight. Glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. Um, Did you see the um, Babylon Bee piece on Lindsey Graham, Brian? I missed that one. Um, (laughs) uh, These guys have said Trump challenges other candidates to an eclipse (laughs) stare-off. It's got him staring up at the sun. (laughs) Unbelievable. Um, No, it was a um, Lindsey Graham uh, vows to bomb every country in the world. (laughs) Lindsey Graham calls on the United States to bomb every country in the world. Uh, These people have such a great sense of humor. Uh, As tensions escalate in the Middle East following the deadly terrorist attacks by Hamas and Israel, South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham sought to resolve the conflict and restore peace to the region by calling for the United States to begin bombing every country in the world. It's the only solution, Graham said to reporters while advocating for even more hostilities. If we want to restore peace throughout the world, the only realistic answer is to lay waste to every single nation around the globe. (laughs) What about nations that have no involvement in the conflict, asked reporter Michael Fuller. They're all involved, Graham answered. Bomb them all. Gone. All of them. Bombs, bombs, bombs. Burn it all down, baby. What about Paris? Have you seen the demographics of their population, Graham responded? Bomb them. Montreal, Fuller pressed. Make it a parking lot. Tokyo, glass the place. (laughs) Well, it's timely that. way. I saw that yesterday. It's funny because it's true. Yes. Almost. (laughs) Well, right now, Graham to Iran. If you escalate the war, we're coming for you. It's like he's the president. He's he's, uh, the commander in chief. If Hezbollah, which is a proxy for Iran, launches a massive attack on Israel, I would consider that. A threat to the state of Israel, Lindsey Graham said, and threatened Iran on uh, he, he did this on Sunday calling Lebanese militant group Hezbollah a, a proxy of Iran they are they are either the quickest in the world over at the Babylon B uh, or they just know this guy so well. It was perfect timing uh let 's see on ARPA money Dave good morning.
2: Hey Gary, how you doing today? I am well. Hey, why does the city have to
3: come up with this wild, crazy schemes and all these programs? Everybody was affected by the air quote pandemic. Why don't they just divide it up by this number of citizens in the state, in the city, and just split it up? Everybody got
0: affected. I believe the federal law prevents you from giving tax refunds with ARPA money.
2: Oh, it wouldn't be a tax fund. It would be a COVID reparation or whatever, but <laughs> COVID COVID fund.
0: relief fund. There
2: you go.
0: Yeah, you got to think outside the box. Brian apparently has. Uh, you you have got some Democrats in your family. <laughs> I mean, you <laughs> yeah, know, not exactly, But it's the verbiage, you know. Yeah, it's how you. It's all yeah. in how you phrase it. All right, Thanks, Dave, Dave. Thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Did you hear all those? Th- all the you know. Low cost housing, yes. Why? Because here, Gary, we have a homeless population here, and they have no job, and they can't even eat. Well, they're going to be it's able to terrible. afford low cost housing either. Well, we're we're got to do something, okay? Unless the low cost housing is free, that would buying. be good. That would be good. That would be good. Taxpayers could cover uh-huh. that. Yes. Uh. God, Brian the liberal. I feel like I'm going to hork. <laughs> yeah, it's not easy, is it? No, it's not. <laughs> but we're going to they're going to spend all that money on low-cost housing and all these social programs. Bravo, Sierra. St- well, You know what they should really do with the money? Send it back to the treasury. That's that what would they, be good. That that's really that literally that is what they should be doing. Every city in the country should be saying no. We're, we're too deep in debt. We can't do this in the long run. It's it's going to be you know worse, and it will. I mean, we're, we're gonna we're already paying with inflation, and that ain't going away. And when they put all this money out, it's going to affect the market here in Colombia. Stop with this. They just they never have enough money for these social programs. They all want to appear, appear so caring. It's real easy to be caring and generous when you're spending my money. Spend your own money. Open up your damn wallet and spend. And, you know, and, and they, they would argue, well, it's so popular. If it's so popular, you wouldn't need the law. If If giving this money away is so popular, you wouldn't have to take money at gunpoint. People would give it up on their own. Uh, I don't see them ever waking up or being honest about it. I really don't. It's a shame. Uh, There was another piece on the economy that I, oh, I know what it was. It was about uh, jobs. Because, um, oh, it not only jobs, but the, the the retailers. I think I did cover the retailers side of this. The stock market, the the companies. Pardon me. The companies that are doing badly in the in the market are retailers, and it's retail that you know it's, it's that's what drives the economy. Consumer spending. Over two dozen stocks in consumer sectors of the Standard and Poor set a new 52-week low in October. More than two dozen stocks in the consumer staples and discretionary sectors of the Standard & Poor 500 set 52-week lows. Target, Dollar General, Heinz, uh, Conagra uh, Brands, Clorox, Colgate, Palmolive, all of them If the the economy is just humming along, as they said... uh, Well, we don't have inflation anymore, so... Well, that's the Paul Krugman version of reality, but then you have to take away everything people have to buy. Oh, there's that. Just ignore that part of it. Yeah, Uh, as that one guy said, one economist said, if you just take away everything people have to buy, you have zero inflation. (laughs) What an idiot. Yeah. Why does anybody take that guy seriously? Uh, the S&P 500 declined 5.7% from its 2023 peak on July 31st. Uh, the, there are There is trouble brewing. Even Dollar General? And I guess we can't call them Dollar General anymore, really, can we? That's true. Aren't they yeah. like a dollar and a quarter general Something now? Something like that, yeah. Something like that, because they, they've had to raise their prices. Oh, man. Um... On Medicare, we should get Wendy Sprouse on the program. We need we need to get Wendy Sprouse on the program, maybe the third hour, uh, sometime this week. If you're on Medicare or going on Medicare, Wall Street Journal has a piece: um, the big mistakes people make in Medicare and how to avoid them. I went through this whole thing, and uh, it seems to me that they're they're not really in favor of some of the Medi- uh, uh, Medicare alternatives that are out there. Uh, and my wife, who works in healthcare, isn't a real big fan of them either, the Advantage plans. Uh, maybe they work for some people. But the Wall Street Journal piece uh, seems to indicate that uh, it, it's not the best way to go. I was lucky. My next-door neighbor, or actually the, the guy across the street from me, a friend of mine, Robert, uh, sold uh, insurance and kind of hooked me up but uh, there is a, a thing called the Medigap trap. And the, the co-pays on some of these Medicare plans, I mean, it, it's not cheap, Brian. I'm, I'm probably spending no, it's it not. at least as much as I was spending with private uh, health care. But there is uh, a supplemental insurance that covers the distance between your what you know what medicare part a and b cover and what the actual bill is um and then there's this thing with uh prescription benefits i managed to slip through the cracks one year and not get prescription benefits and forever they will charge me more for my prescription benefit plan it's not like you know you didn't have it last year so we're going to charge a surcharge of 10 bucks And it's going to be the same price for it. No. It will be, for as long as I live, more expensive because of that one year that I didn't have um, prescription drug coverage. I just so, and and I hate Medicare. I wish it would go away. Um, and And it will, actually, now that I mention it. By the way, be sure and ask your pharmacy when you go there. Uh, I don't know which one you use, but a lot of them will offer those good neighbor discount uh, type of products to where you can save more money using those than your insurance or your Medicare. Good RX or something like that? Yes, exactly. All right, listen, Glenn Beck is coming up. Sean Hannity after that. Uh, And if uh, whatever it is in life that you want, you should go out and get it. Don't wait for the government to drop it in your lap. You make it happen. You seize the day. Carpe diem. Gwen, baby. Honey, I'm coming home.